What's up? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to tune into the podcast. JMV sadly postponed on me again, hoping to have an NFL draft thing out with him tomorrow. So today it is just the NBA playing games. It's an absolutely loaded podcast. I know it's shorts, but it's loaded. I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Tonight, the NBA playing games start. The Atlanta Hawks are are set to take on the Miami Heat tonight at 7.30. Miami currently favored by five points in that one. And I was talking to my guy, Zach Gray, if you're a longtime listener, you know exactly who that is. Really good buddy of mine. A guy who does a lot of sports gambling stuff. If you want daily picks, follow him on Twitter at ZGTHA, the grapevine. Just He does an absolutely fantastic job on there. So here's the thing. I'm telling you right now. Miami covers this game easily. Five points is way too low. Now, if you talk to my guy, Zach, he's going to disagree. With, he's, he disagrees with me. He thinks that the Hawks cover. He likes their offense. He thinks they're going to be able to score a whole bunch of points and things of that nature. But here's why I'm taking Miami to cover pretty easily. First of all, people forget. This happens every year. Jimmy Butler kind of coasts through the regular season. We get to the playoffs. Oh, Miami, they're not very good. They can't score. And then Jimmy Butler rises to the occasion. We've seen him do it in the bubble. We saw him do it last year. Like, this is a guy who can score whenever he wants to. Okay, and during the, during the regular season, he just kind of puts it on cruise control, allows the other guys to score. But when it comes time for the playoffs, Jimmy Butler's ready to go. So that's one of the reasons why I'm taking Miami to win and cover tonight. But the real reason why I'm taking Miami to win and cover is because Trey Young sucks against the Heat. Eric Spolstra and the Miami Heat have figured him out somehow, some way. Whenever Trey has to play against Miami, he struggles in 17 career games. Against the Miami Heat. Trey Young's averaging 21 points per game on 40% shooting and only shooting 33% from three. In the four games they've played this season, Trey Young's averaging 20 points a game on 36, 36% shooting, including only 21% from three. That's an issue. Okay, because this is a Hawks team. You know, I know they added, you know, DeJounte Murray and they've got Bogdanovich and they've got multiple guys who can score the basketball. But everybody knows, with this uh, Atlanta Hawks team, Trey Young is the engine. He's the engine. He is what makes this offense go. Dan Snyder's trying to do it. He's trying to get the ball out of Trey Young's hands more. Trying to let him play off the ball, do some more catching and shooting and things like that. That's just not what Trey Young's good at yet. He needs the ball in his hands. And when he plays Miami and he has the ball in his hands, he doesn't do very well. Okay, just over a month ago, month ago, March fourth. Miami held Trey Young to eight points. Trey Young was two of 13 shooting from the field. Eric Spolstra has figured out how to limit Trey Young. They did it last year in the playoffs as well. Okay, last year in the playoffs, Trey Young scored eight points in game one, 25 in game two, 24 in game three, nine in game four, and then 11 in game five. Miami knows how to defend Trey Young. 
They do. And they've got guys who can defend out there on the perimeter. And because of that, I don't know how you don't take Miami to cover the five points. Moving on, the Timberwolves are set to take on the Lakers. That's the late game tonight, 10 o'clock, way past my bedtime. And no Gobert tonight for the Timberwolves, which is surprisingly going to hurt the Timberwolves. You know, Gobert obviously suspended for throwing the the right the right punch at Kyle Anderson's chest. Um, so no no Gobert tonight. You know, if you listen to the podcast for any amount of time, you know I am not a Rudy Gobert fan. He's simply an overpaid role player who should only play against teams that have legitimate offensive threats at the center position. Very similar to Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers. And, of course, he's not playing tonight. So because of that, I don't like Minnesota's defense tonight. But I like their offense more. When Gobert isn't on the floor, Minnesota's offense is so much better. So much better because they're able to space it out. You don't have Gobert clogging the lane, which makes it really tough on Anthony Edwards, who was awesome in Game 82 against the Pelicans. Um, it allows him to really kind of freely drive the lane, drive and kick, finish over defenders, whereas when Gobert's there, I mean, the help defense is so close. It just makes it a lot tougher on Ant. Now, when Gobert's off the floor, they can go five out. They can space. This allows Carl Anthony Towns to step out onto the perimeter and shoot the ball, pulls the big away from the basket, allows uh, Anthony Edwards to get to the bucket to finish where there's less traffic. So I like Minnesota's offense more tonight, but I don't like their defense as much. But here's the thing. The Lakers are really good defensively now. Okay, the the acquisitions that they made at the trade deadline has really bolstered their defense. They're shooting the ball better. Anthony Davis looks like a top five player in the NBA right now. LeBron looks good coming off the injury. Still not 100% yet. The jump shot's still slowly coming back. But here's the thing. I, I don't know how you don't take the Lakers to win and cover this game. You know, they're going to be the seventh seed. That's a tough draw for Memphis. Geez, that's a tough draw for Memphis. But that'll be a great series. Golly, that'll be a great series. But yeah, I just, I don't know how you don't take the Lakers here. Favored by seven and a half. They win and they cover. Moving on to tomorrow night's games, the Wednesday night games. Bulls and Raptors, that is the first one. Toronto, favored by five in that one which is really surprising. I like the Bulls. That's who I'm taking to win outright. I'm really surprised that Toronto is, I just I can't believe that they're favored by five. The Bulls, I think they're just more talented on offense between DeRozan and Levine. Levine's been really good here recently. He's averaging just under 27 points per game in his last 20 games. Obviously, you know, defensively, the backcourt for the Bulls is really good. You got Beverly and Caruso. Caruso's one of the best on-ball defenders in in the NBA. I mean, he just, he is. We know what Beverly does in terms of just being a pest and getting underneath people's skin. And I think they're really going to give the Raptors backcourt some issues. Vucevic has been good defensively this year if you look at all the advanced stats. And look, the concern is always the same defensively for the Bulls. Are Levine and DeRozan going to defend? Like, what are they going to do on the defensive end of the floor? And look, if Levine and DeRozan can be okay, solid, play good health defense, play good team defense. I don't know how the Bulls don't win this game. That is the big if, though. How do Levine and DeRozan defend on defense? I don't think they're going to have much of an issue scoring. 
Uh, I really I, I like the Bulls there. I just think they're better. I think they're more talented. And they figured some things out here recently down the stretch. Now, the game that I'm most excited to watch, the late night game on Wednesday, tomorrow night, the Thunder and the Pelicans, New Orleans favored by five and a half. And every bone, every bone in my body wants me to take the Oklahoma City Thunder. I've loved watching them play all year long. A bunch of tall, athletic dudes who can handle the basketball. What what more do you want in the NBA? Like what what more could you want? But the Pelicans are extremely experienced. Not extremely experienced, but they like all like their entire rosters played in a playoff game before. This entire Oklahoma City roster never been in a playoff game before. Okay, the Pelicans have two go to guys on the offensive end in Brandon Ingram, who's been on a tear recently. And C.J. McCollum. When we look at the Thunder, outside of SGA, outside of Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I don't really trust anyone else to consistently be able to go get me a bucket. Not yet, at least. Jalen Williams slowly turning into that guy. Josh Giddey's ability to create cannot be underappreciated. That's not really the word I want, but we'll we'll, we'll go with it. Um And yeah, so just when it comes to a pure bucket-getting, one-on-one scoring type of game, which is what the NBA is a lot, it's a lot of screen and roll, and it's a lot of one-on-one. So you need guys who can make plays in the screen and roll, and you need guys who can score one-on-one. The Thunder have multiple guys who can make plays in the screen and roll, but outside of SGA, I don't think they have anyone else that I trust to be able to go and get a bucket. And people forget, this Pelicans team was a one-seed earlier in the year. Then they had some injuries, Zion gets hurt, Brandon Ingram missed some time. And they're finally kind of healthy again, obviously. Um, Zion Williamson isn't quite back yet, but hopefully he's going to be back soon. We'll see. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. And they've kind of figured things out again. Okay, I fully expect them to not only win tomorrow night when they host the Thunder, but I expect them to beat the Timberwolves and snag the 8th seed and then give the Nuggets all they can handle with or without Zion. So that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Going to have a big draft podcast tomorrow with JMV. Really excited to do that. Hopefully he's able to to make tomorrow work. And then Thursday, we're going to have another podcast. It's going to be a lot of NBA stuff. I haven't really decided yet if I'm going to do my Defensive Player of the Year and all my postseason awards on tomorrow's podcast or if I want to save that for Thursday. Definitely going to do the all-NBA stuff on Thursday. If you want to hear some of that stuff early, go over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel Shooting the Schmitz, spelled just how you spell the podcast. I'm probably going to release some stuff early over there. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know it's a short pod. No, it's not everything you probably wanted it to be. But this is what you got. I'm really excited. The NBA playoffs are here. It's going to be an absolutely great time on Shooting the Schmitz. Make sure you follow, subscribe and do all those things. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I will talk to you all again tomorrow.